Cause we got the alternative energy Molecular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Most Australians will not have heard of the US-based Pine Gap But for many of our regular listeners You'll know well the details of this insidious US base And its activities instigating US-led war and murder overseas Today I'm going to be talking with two activists who this week faced trial in Alice Springs for their part in trying to protest and disrupt uh, Pine Gap in 2016. I'll be talking with Andy Payne from Brisbane Catholic Worker and Margaret Pistorius, one of these of the Pine Gap Peace Pilgrims. So um, I'll, I'll just, um, I've already done the intro, so I'll just get you to start it off. So say your name and where you're from. I'm Andy Payne, uh, journalist, activist, support worker, etc. I uh, am originally from Mudgee in New South Wales, but these days live in Brisbane. Okay, Andy, and can you just tell us a bit about what happened up at uh, Alice Springs and Pine Gap last year? Well, last year was the 50th anniversary of the lease being signed for Pine Gap, the US military intelligence base just near Alice Springs. And so to mark that anniversary and to continue to try to put attention on Pine Gap, uh, which throughout its lifetime has been quite secretive and um, quite covered up, we a group of people decided to go out there for a, a kind of convergence, a closed Pine Gap convergence. And so there were different elements of this. Uh, some of the local Arunda traditional owners invited some people out there, a group called Independent Peaceful Australia Network came out to do a kind of conference, and then a group of activists and, and rat bags came to try to disrupt the, the running of Pine Gap in some way, or at least uh, bring attention to it. And so mm. as part of that, a group of us, um, six of us about to face trial, decided that we would walk onto the the very secretive, very protected uh, territory of Pine Gap and uh, to try to conduct a, a lament for what happens at Pine Gap and try to bring attention to it. So can I just go back a little bit there? When you say there was a lease signed that started Pine Gap, it was the anniversary. Who was the lease between? Uh, well, the, the US government and the Australian government, my understanding of um, although the Australian government at the time had very little input into it and very little knowledge about what would really happen mm. at Pine Gap. And so it wasn't until, if you do your maths, the 1966 the lease was signed, the facility was built in 1970, and it wasn't until uh, Gough Whitlam was Prime Minister that it was actually made publicly mm. available what happened at Pine Gap and... Uh, as I understand it, it wasn't until then that the Australian government was even fully aware of what happened at Pine Gap. Mm. So and, uh, just, just so our listeners are aware, this was not your first uh, anti-war protest. Um, so I'll, just in that context, I'll just get you to go through the details of uh, what you what happened on that night. Um, you know, How long did it take to plan? Was this one of the hardest anti-war actions you've done? Or you know, what was it like for you personally? Mm. Well, it was... Uh, a group of five of us that walked on the night that I did, and all five of us, 
or four of us at least had done these kind of actions before, what we call peace pilgrimage actions, where uh, you walk on totally unarmed and peacefully onto a, a military base to, uh, I guess, symbolically uh, challenge the kind of intent, the notion of like this need for armed defence and uh, and also, I guess, the, the civil disobedience aspect, you know, to get arrested to mark our uh, disobedience obedience to the laws that protect these facilities and also the, with the pilgrimage some idea of a kind of reflective process of what causes war what are the the roots of violence in our society and so this has happened for a number of years at different military facilities around australia like swan island down there in victoria or shoalwater bay in queensland and so in that tradition um it was suggested that we would do a peace pilgrimage, and we will take musical instruments to do a, a lament, creatively kind of bring attention to what happens at Pine Gap. And I think this is quite important because there's a lot of sort of euphemisms around Pine Gap. You know, when it was first built, they talked about it as a weather station or space research facility. And even now, it's just considered an intelligence space without talking about what that intelligence does. And mm. the U.S., Intelligence, which happens from Pine Gap, as Edward Snowden leaked, the, um, the Echelon program that uses Pine Gap is this incredibly vast surveillance network that, uh, you know, does away with any notions of personal privacy and the idea of complete U.S. government control over all our data. But so, more importantly, so you're, you're talking that, about um, you know everyone's phone calls and internet histories all being recorded and uh, is accessible to U.S. intelligence from bases in Pine Gap is crucial in that role, like everybody's. That's just what you're trying to get across, yeah? Yeah, that's right. But so, I think more important for us was the fact that intelligence gathered at Pine Gap is used directly for bombing people in the Middle East, in the U.S. drone program or in uh, traditional bombing Air Force. Um, that that metadata that they collect is, you know, what is called just like data or signals intelligence or whatever so that's actually used for killing of people and so to go and and lament we wanted to say this is what pine gap does it kills people you know and what did you get a reaction at least a local reaction or a media reaction to your event how do you think people responded to uh to your group trying to bring attention to this uh u.s war base yeah there was a a bit of a reaction we had a a very unusual event in court because of the seriousness of the charges that apply only to Pine Gap, the Defence Special Undertakings Act, uh, the, the police to charge people under this act are required to get the consent of the Federal Attorney General, the, wow. um, George Brandis in this case. And so uh, at the time when we did it, they didn't have this consent, and so we were then released out of court with the charges dropped. Um, and so this... Uh, just the the novelty of it, I suppose, as well as the the seriousness of what Pine Gap does, um, gained a bit of media attention, and we certainly had a bit of support uh, from around the country of people. I mean, a lot of people are very concerned about Pine Gap mm. in in the middle of Australia. That most Australians are unaware of what happens there. There's not a lot of accountability and. Uh, even though it's a joint facility between Australia and the US, I think there are serious questions about how much Australia can consent or not to US activities there. Mm. 
And so a, a lot of people are very uh, critical of Pi and Gap, and so I think many people were glad to see um, people trying to bring attention to it. In Alice Springs, I mean, we there were a lot of people from out of town there at the time. I, hard to gauge the local reaction, but certainly there are a few locals quite interested in what we were doing. Mm. So just um, let's go back to the night. Can you just tell us the, the date and, and uh, how your night started of the oh, lament? Well, we had been planning this for some time. I actually was a late inclusion on the action. I had been planning something else, but uh, this action had been planned, and so we sort of uh, spent the day. There were other events happening at Pine Gap, and so we sort of were part of these other protests and then gathered together um and I had a, a couple of friendly people uh, offer to give us lifts to a, a spot where we could uh, walk onto Pine Gap. And so we uh, had just the bare sort of minimum that we needed, the, um, a few snacks and the musical instruments we were taking, and a, and a poster that depicted a, a child who had been bombed in the Iraq War, mm. um, again, as a way of sort of creatively trying to bring attention to the effects of Pine Gap. Um, and so we walked in at several kilometres of bush bashing. Um, if you're familiar with Central Australia, will know that it's pretty sort of rocky terrain with lots of spiky spinifex grass. And so we had to, a few hours of walking through the bush and, um, to get onto the, the territory that belongs to Pine Gap. And so that was done, you know, in silence and darkness because of the nature of it. And so... Mm. aiding the the reflection process and then once we we'd got on the base we got across the the outer fence that marks the territory and that uh from there we wanted to try to conduct our lament and so the musical instruments were set up and the the song was began but unfortunately not Mm. completed we were uh, interrupted by some of the police who were stationed at pine gap for this convergence and so Mm. uh that was where our our lament ended, and I guess our, our witness uh, in, inside the legal system began. And, and uh, how were the police? Um, w- had you given notice that you were going to be doing this, taking you know, taking part in this action, or um, what was the response of the police like? Were they were they friendly? Uh, the, I think the police, because of there had been this convergence called, I think the police were expecting some people to possibly try to enter Pine Gap, and so yeah, they were there on patrol, ready. Um, I, I wouldn't say that they were unfriendly. I, I did get tackled into the ground, the rather rough uh, Central Australian ground, uh, and had a the recording device that I was filming the lament with uh, ripped out of my hands once I was on the ground. But um, all in all, it, it wasn't the worst kind of treatment. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, here you are, you know, um, carrying musical instruments and a recording instrument, uh, you know, non-violent peace protesters and you tackled to the ground. Um, uh, you know, that sounds pretty harsh to me. But um, do you think it was worth it in the end? You're, you're going to trial, um, in, you know, next week as, as this show goes is recorded and you know, there's a possibility. Well, what are, what are the possibilities? Yeah, the, the Defence Special Undertakings Act is not something that's been used a lot in Australian history, and so um, it's unclear exactly, you know, what uh, the consequences will be, but the maximum penalty is very harsh. So we face up to seven years in prison Mm. for just walking onto Pine Gap. 
and uh, that's certainly something to be aware of. You know, nobody especially wants to go to prison. It's not a, a very productive place for mm. anybody. Mm. Um, but in some ways, I think part of the idea of the action is to bring attention to laws like this as well, which are part of this uh, military intelligence kind of secrecy complex, you know, mm. that the, uh, these laws, and in fact, this law was actually altered slightly a, a decade ago after the last people trespassed on Pine Gap to effectively to stop activists mm. trespassing and then trying to use this law to uh, challenge what happened in Pine Gap in the courts. That was really the reason why it was changed under Kevin Rudd. Mm. And, um, and so the laws like this are part of the um, reason that you do civil disobedience, you know, to bring awareness to the unjustness of the, of the laws. And so, um, so that, that's part of the reason. And I think as well, like a, a trial is a very dramatic uh, stage to try to uh, bring attention to something that is normally not attention brought to it and usually not done very dramatically, you know. Mm. Rarely that people try to, to really talk about what Pine Gap really does. And so... Can I, uh, can I just ask, it sounds like the government's worried that, you know, they've got these laws to try and bully people out of doing any kind of civil disobedience because they don't want any attention drawn to what's happening on Pine Gap. It's like there's a fear that if people found out what was happening, that, you, you know, Australians might say no and there might be some kind of political backlash. Do you think that's, you know, given Australia's contemporary political climate, do you think there's actually a, a, that's actually a rational fear? Do you think Australians actually care about what Pine Gap does overseas? Well, yeah, I, I think some do. Uh, some, uh, I, I think a lot of people are very uh, have bought the idea that the U.S. alliance provides Australia's safety. You know, mm. and these are the people who the U.S. is permanently collecting data about these people just in case they ever need it for anything. You know, yeah. the average Australian. But there's this, there is this very strong line that. Uh, the U.S. alliance brings Australia security, even though the reality is that 